Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. If you change your mind, take a chance on the first game line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. If you got no place to go, here it comes, Marco. Here it comes. It's gonna kick in, please. The visual scene after that beat drop. I yes. still want the video. I know, we gotta do the video. Our Twitter feed sucks. Where's the video of Matt dancing to take a chance? Gallows in London on vacation. Oh, come on now. What? When did he leave? This morning? I saw him like yesterday take or two days ago. Listen, Jeez, come on. I don't have many rules on the show. All right? I'm not that kind of guy. You guys turn on the mic, have some fun all anytime you want. You don't talk over, take a chance on me. You let the music play. Where's Izzo? You literally have us talk over it every week. (laughs) No, you play. You can bring it down whenever you want, but that. The kick in? No, it's already kicked in. It's cool. oh, I, thought, I thought you meant that part. That, no. that was not what we were supposed no, to talk well, about. No, well, no, yeah. I mean, you talked over the, right. right after the kick in. You yeah, didn't let right. the kick in settle in. It, really kicked? it kicked in. It didn't it settle in. Mm. You got to let it kick and then settle. Mm. Is that how it works? That, yeah. Everyone knows that. You kick, then settle. Mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> I do love the song. All right. Take a chance, parlay. If you're new to this whole thing, it's where we just bundle up. Three dogs, put them all together in a parlay. We take a chance. It has to have at least one team more than a field goal underdog. Can't be taking, you know, the Bills minus one and a half and, you know, the Falcons. I'm sorry, the Bucks two and a half. Need a field goal. So here we go. I'm the only one who's hit it. I've hit it twice. Marco's kicking butt besides that, so let's give him his due. But here we go. Fliegelman, take a chance, would you? All right, so I probably should include the Jets here because I took them in the regular one, and I think they're going to win to tick me off, but I can't include them in both. So the three I'll go with are the Colts getting a point and a half against the Bengals, a little bit of an overreaction to Jake Browning. I know he was great, and that's wonderful. The Colts aren't a very good team, but this is a team that is playing in, in for a playoff spot. It's you know gut check time. I think they give you a good effort, and I think they could win this game outright. Game number two I, I almost included this one in the picks as well. I understand the game is in L.A. There are going to be way more Broncos fans than Chargers fans. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are a disgrace. They put up six points against the Patriots, and no credit to their defense because shutting down the Patriots' offense doesn't exactly take all that much. Mm-hmm. I I would be actually surprised if the Chargers win that game. So give me the Broncos plus two and a half, yep. and the one that's more than a field goal. I've liked this team all year. been picking them a lot. Picked them last week. A couple of teams. Now, some have gone into Baltimore and got blown out. Some teams have gone into Baltimore and shocked the Ravens. Then you have the report that Lamar's not at practice. Yep. Let me take a chance with the Rams. They've been a much different team when Stafford is on the field. So they're getting a touchdown and a hook. So those are the three for me. All right, I'm in agreement with the Fleeks on the Broncos. I'm not going to belabor it. Again, the Chargers are a mess. The Broncos, it was a little bit of a letdown, but the fact that they came back against the Texans and they could still find their way to sneak into the playoffs possibly, and they've played so much better of late. I do like the Broncos to win this game outright. Give me the Raiders uh, at home against the Vikings. I know what, they're going back to Josh Dobbs, the six turnovers and the two losses. They're a different team when they're away from home with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Never mind with Josh Dobbs and with the way that offense, there's something right. I know they're coming off the bye, but there's something not right with the Vikings. Yep. I think they haven't figured out what Dobbs does best, 
and they haven't figured out how to get their offense back on track. I think it was a bit of a mirage what he did in those two weeks when he was basically on no practice. I do like the Raiders and what Antonio Pierce has done. And the other one, again, take a flyer. I got the Eagles getting three and a half on the road against the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I know that they got destroyed. I know that it was probably a kick to the face, but it also could have been a little bit of a wake-me-up. I know Jalen Hurts is a little beat up and banged up, and as much as the Cowboys have been so dominant at home and they put up 40 points, and they don't play well against good teams. Now, would it stun me if they won the game? No, but would it shock you if the Eagles win this game on the road and beat the Cowboys and keep them as the the little brother in the division? No, so no. give me the Cowboys. I mean, uh, give me the Eagles on the road against Dallas. Those are the three take a chance. All right, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I have a couple that I didn't. I think the Jets are gonna absolutely win this game. I just have a, a weird feeling about it, and I love the Bears in this game. I think the weather, especially. I think the the Lions are a different team in the last three weeks. I don't like what I've seen from them. Uh, and I think the Bears, with that run attack, I think Fields is going to have over 100 rushing yards and two touchdowns. I think they're going to have a chance to win that game. And then I'm with you with the Raiders. That was my third pick. At home against the Minnesota team that I don't know if they know who they are anymore. I thought that loss and the way they played was devastating to their playoff hopes and then who they are and going back to Dobbs. You're right. I like in this kind of spot as a home dog for... Uh, this new head coach with the Vegas Raiders. I just think that's the kind of game he still can get them up for at this point in the season. So I'll take the Raiders. Jets, Bears, Raiders, take a chance. Parlay. Thank you, Marco. I appreciate it. Love that music. One day you'll appreciate it. One day you'll learn how to love it. It'll grow on you. Well, let's hit a couple more. Take a chance. If you actually hit the parlay once. Let's finish 30 games over 500, and then maybe I'll, I'll... yeah. Have a little bit well, better feeling yeah. for it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'll get you... Because uh, um, that's the goal now for me. 30 games. 30 games over I didn't think I was yeah. going to get to 20. I'm not 23 you, over. Let's get to 30. What are you, Joe Torrey? Yeah, get let's to get to th- 25, 25. Then we get to 30. Then you get to 30. Nah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, within, you're, you're it's 20, within reach. It's with, absolutely within reach. It's absolutely within reach. You're, you're running away with this thing. It's it's bothering me, quite honestly. Yeah, this is Every more, week I check, let, and it's like, Marco went 4-1 and one again. Let's be fair. This is a race against me. I'm I'm not concerned about no. You two. This is you're right. This is this no, is me against we me. We are in the rear view. This is just you battling with what uh, the best you can be. I feel like Rocky Four. This is me against me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about anybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Adrian. You can't win when you play with yourself. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I think I'm going to get you uh, for Christmas the best of ABBA. You can give it to your daughter. Maybe she'll really love it. <laughs> play it around the house, in the car. You know what? I'm I'm good with Encanto and Frozen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm we don't talk about Bruno in my we house. Don't talk We're good. About Bruno, We're that's good for there. Sure. I don't I, I don't need I, I don't need Abba. I think the other song is better to me. I'm surprised that that was the one that got uh, the the other one where the the muscular sister who is uh, lifting all the weights. That mm-hmm, song is mm-hmm. far better. What is it? Uh, pre- the the pressure song. I don't remember. I, I yeah. I've heard it nine it's bajillion like, times, but I don't yeah, remember. Yes, uh, it's background noise. It's almost yeah. like oh, white no, that, noise that, at this that, point. That, I gotta I gotta get that song in my head somehow. I'll figure it out. She's but, got yeah. the Encanto tip, dress, tip, and she tip. runs around the house. No, 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 no. Yeah, your sister, something like that. I don't know. I don't it's very, like, I, you gotta, I gotta remember, remember. I got three year old girl who puts yeah. it, seriously. She puts on her Encanto dress yeah. every day after every she comes day. home from school, and <laughs> usually walk, runs around with the beads and whatnot. And we listen to we don't talk about Bruno. This is what I do instead of sleeping. I got two guys who want to include me in a triple threat match. As soon as I walk in, Tommy said he won the triple threat match, but we didn't even have a triple threat match. It was just the two of us. How does he say he won? He didn't win. I'm like, why are you crying about a triple threat match? This is so silly. But yeah, I have one hell of a day coming up today. I was telling you before, this is a day I'm not looking forward to. I don't want to say, I mean, listen, you do things for your kids. You go to their school. It's nice. But um, 
So today is, I guess, at the school, um, a holiday custom day, where or this week, where different parents are coming in and doing what they do for the holidays, like a custom they do with their family. Family tradition a type tradition, of thing? tradition, yeah. Okay. So they gave us the list of what was like already taken, baking cookies, different things. So I'm not kidding you. Tomorrow, I am going to my son's school and going to a second grade, a first grade class to make reindeer food. Okay, what is reindeer, reindeer food? food? Reindeer food is oats, a little bit of sprinkles, a little bit of glitter, and then you throw it outside on Christmas Eve night to help entice the reindeer to come to your house to give you presents. Like, wasn't you, reindeer food always the reindeer. That's what you left out for. Well, them? yeah, you, uh, that's the new. The new thing is this. The it's like a it's oats. Sprinkles, don't listen. It's a half a cup of oats. I got the, I got it all packed for me, ready to go. I got the oats. I got the the half a half a pint or whatever, the half a quart of uh, the actual measuring cup to make each individual bag for all the kids. A little bit of sprinkles. You got to make each one for the kids. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess we're all gonna make it. Right. They're gonna come to me. Let me I let have, me help you out. Just I have Ziploc bags. I'm giving out. Do half a pint. Don't do half a quart. That, no, that's a lot. Well, you know what we I'm saying. I'm these sorry. Little, whatever, 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 half a cup. Half a cup. Half Let, a cup. Let's not have them accidents eating all the oats in the middle of the class. Well, I don't let's, think they're gonna eat. No, you're gonna uh, mix it with glitter and sprinkles. Uh, you don't know. They're, they're in raw, first grade. They're raw oats. Come on. Uh, kids are gonna snack on raw. They're little oats. kids. They're German fested, lying little rats. You you don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, you don't know what they're doing. What? I got three of them. We know. I understand that. They're not mine, though. I saw a, a minor German-fested uh, rats, but I don't know about anybody else. Don't forget the lying. They <laughs> lie. Don't forget the lying. <laughs> so I have to go at 1 o'clock and read a book and make reindeer food for an entire first-grade class. That's what I'm doing at 1 o'clock instead of sleeping, which is normally my custom at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, I, so I'm going to be exhausted. It doesn't end there, though. But go ahead, please. Wait, wait, wait. The little Ziploc with the, the ties? What did yeah. you like? Would you well, like paraphernalia? Like, like these little, the, do you have to get like little like dime bags? Like is that, no, is that what we're doing? No, like, it's like it's a Ziploc bag without the Ziploc. It's like just I don't know a cellophane bag that it's going to come with zip ties and or like not zip ties but like the little like okay. loaf right. like yeah, yeah, Wonder yeah. Bread tie yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So we're going to put them in there. I'm going to show everybody our special recipe, the McMonagle family special recipe, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the and the the custom that we do every year making reindeer food. I'm going to make reindeer food. We're all going to make reindeer food so everybody can take reindeer food. Now home you actually them. do this. Well, you do. actually do this yeah. at home? Okay, yeah. just yeah. curious. Yeah. No, we do. Well, because sometimes we lie. I mean, no, I, you got to go to school, you got to pick something, you yeah. lie. I mean, is it something that, like, every year we can't wait to do? No, it's something like okay, right but you before actually the do kids it. go to bed, we're like, oh, remember the reindeer food, okay. and then we do it. But, yes, okay. it's not like the boys don't get, yes, let's make some reindeer food. It's okay. just something thrown in their face that we throw outside at the last minute, and they get a kick out of it on some level. So we're doing that, and then I'm reading a book that my son chose for me to go read the book, and then that's my day. Then I come home. And then my wife has something tonight. She's going to a friend's house to do like a Christmas craft night. And my nephew, my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are, are traveling for the, the weekend. And so my nephew is coming over the house tonight and sleeping over. And my wife is busy. So now I'm watching a four-year-old, a uh, a four-year-old, a six-year-old, and a seven-year-old all by myself on no sleep because I had to wake up to go give reindeer to a bunch of six-year-olds reindeer food. And so now I have to watch three young boys who love to run around, scream at the top of their lungs, and beat each other up all night long until my wife gets back from making, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, you know, a cutting board with Santa's face on it or whatever she's doing. And I'm watching three kids until they fall asleep and well, God knows when. And that's my evening.
All right, this sucks on a hundred levels, but I will say this, and this is a possibility, because you got three boys who don't yeah. see each other that much, and they're yeah, I mean, you know, they're cousins each other pretty they're, often. They're cut. Co- well, they they're on each the same other basketball day. team. I they saying, see each other at taekwondo. Okay, but yeah. they're cousins. They like to hang out. They'll have fun. Yes. The hope. The hope for you tonight. Yes. And this is where you got to try to set this up. Yeah. Put them in a space where you can see them, but right. you're not like on top of them. Right. And just let them do what they do, as long as they don't destroy the house or hurt anyone. Right. So you have to just kind of play referee, but out of the corner of your eye. Because if you stay in this room, they're going to incorporate you into whatever yeah. nonsense they're doing, or you're going to be on top of them. They're going to be like, oh, good, good. so you got to let them be so that they feel like they're independent. Yeah. But you have a somewhat of an eye, yeah. or at least an ear, that but, you can tell when things are going to go bad. Yeah, but you're you're insinuating that I could just let them be and they'll be doing things other than whipping each other into the couch, running around the house, screaming at the top of their lungs. No, no, Tommy, no, 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 that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a madhouse of running through my home. Well, yeah, you have to prepare yourself for that. I understand yeah, that. So, but you make it sound like, oh, put them in the corner. No, 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 no. You make yourself a cup of Folgers uh, coffee. You sit there. You relax. This, and this everything's is, great. No, see, this is about survive and advance. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to give you a way to be able to survive and advance. I'm thinking just lock myself in the bathroom. Nice. No, take all the take all the cutlery with me and make sure nobody does yeah, anything see, bad. And then just lock myself in the bathroom. You can't be completely removed because someone could actually truly <laughs> get hurt. So you have to be somewhat responsible. Right. But you can't be on top of them either. You got to let them be. Uh-huh. You got to understand that it's going to be very noisy. And you just got to hope that in the nonsense that they're doing. Nothing really gets truly broken, or more right. importantly, right. none of them get broken. Well, of course. That's the big thing. Well, of course. You know, you just don't but want they're... to add a trip to the ER oh. through this whole thing. No, especially That's not all. for the, the nephew, no. Well, no, of course. I mean, but, it's, it's yeah, much different when it's not yours. Right, exactly. Yeah. Him I got to protect, the yeah, other two. The other two, it's just kind of like, yeah. what are you doing? Get up. <laughs> but yeah. But that's so. That's my night. I, that's my day. I'm waking up at noon so I can go make reindeer food for a class of first graders, and then I'm watching three boys all by myself. Instead of doing what I should be doing, which I haven't had an opportunity yet to do, and make myself a celebratory Juan Soto dirty martini with the stuffed blue cheese olives. That's what I should be doing. That's what I should be doing on a Friday night. Yeah, I got to tell you, that sounds disgusting too. But you, oh, man, you just you don't, do you. You don't understand. You don't, you don't know what it's like to sit there with a dirty martini blasting ABBA. You just don't get it. You don't know the joy. Stuffed with blue cheese. No, oh, I, don't. The, I don't. The olives are stuffed with blue cheese. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm out. Oh, what's you don't what you don't have a sophisticated palate enough for blue cheese, dude. I can't I digest water. I can't. I can't eat that stuff. No, I can't. No, can't do you can't eat blue cheese. I don't like blue way? cheese, but I wouldn't be. What able about to... what about blue cheese like uh, with wings? No. no, I can't digest that. What do you want me to tell you? All right, okay. Why can't you any cheese? No, but the soft cheeses. No, doesn't work. Okay, but I don't. Luckily, a... I don't like blue cheese, You're so I'm good there. Wings, I can't have the traditional wings. I, they got to be. You know, there's only like one sauce that I might be able to power through. What, and what, just... What's the matter with your stomach? We don't have time. What do you? What really? do you want for you five? Got, you got you got stomach problems. You oh, can't have wings. Kinds. Can't have blue cheese. You got all what kinds. Can, of, what can you have? Very very little. Like it, I like, said, bu- bu- was it butter and pasta every night? Uh, no, I, I pretty much pasta eat, with butter. No, you'd be shocked shocked by my girth, but I eat arugula salad basically every night with chicken. That's uh, pretty really? much every day. Yeah, and that's the one meal I have every day. Like for like your whole life, you've done that, or you're dieting no, currently? No, 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 no. For the last couple of years, uh, but my what? The last twenty five years, I can't digest anything. No. No. Wait a minute. My stomach's wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ulcers, wait a diverticulitis, wait a wait all kinds of issues. Really? <laughs> right, wait I just don't, you know, do anything about it. What does divers have to do with it? Diverticulitis? There's like inf- inflammation inside no. the intestines and whatnot. I, I, I know what yes. it is. It was a poor joke about divers. Yes, it was poor. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work. I was out. trying to slide on just, by it. Just you, move right. You past wanted to. It. Yeah. yeah.
Almost like Radio 101. Just move yeah. on. You power through when you yeah. mess up. But no, here's my question, honestly. Mm. For 25 years, mm. you have lived almost exclusively on arugula. No, no, and no. For the last couple of years. Oh, I said okay, for the last 25 okay, okay, years, okay. I haven't been able to digest anything. Okay. There's just the idea that I don't do anything about it. And a yeah. lot of times I just put myself through pain. Hmm. Because, you know, I'm fat. That's what I. That's my point. Like arugula and grilled chicken. That's a. That's a good. You know that, and maybe just walking about would get you. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. Doesn't really do it. I got to exercise like hard if I have to lose any weight. It's not the diet. So, it's I, I don't uh, move. I, my fat ass sits in the chair in I the understand. closet. I understand. Yeah, cutting sound. I understand. So is your metabolism okay? Uh, no, I don't have any. Yeah. 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 So you're just a big bungled mess of yeah, yeah, of pain and discomfort. Yeah. Life is pain and discomfort for Marco. Life sucks. What yeah. can you do? Uh, what are you gonna Why do? do you think I'm angry all the time? Uh, uh, Brian Cashman's your GM. Well, see, let's not go let's there. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Are you excited about Juan Soto? I didn't even get a chance to really talk to you. Are you do you like it? You comfortable no, with it? it? Okay. See. I didn't want the- At least he did something for you before you went. Diver cuticulitis. Unfortunate. Ain't no way he eat nothing. But arugula salad and grilled chicken. He's full of it, man. I ain't buying that for a second. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 424. McMonagle here with the 877-337-6666. We gave you the picks. I actually think the Jets are going to win this game, amazingly enough. I do. I'm, I'm stupid. They're probably going to lose by three touchdowns. But I just have a feeling this defense can turn the ball over. And this quarterback, under all these controversies, I feel like it's almost like release the pressure now. Because it's like, now it's over. It's like over. Nothing can happen. There's no more winning the fans back. There's no more winning the team back. There's no more being the guy. There's no more being the backup quarterback. Like It's just so over that it's almost like, what the hell? i go out there and sling it and see what happens. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six, and obviously Juan Soto. And for me, we've only just begun. Like I, I think the more I played into it a little bit yesterday, because you're just feeling good. Like the it happened a couple hours before I went on, and I was going crazy, and it was just fun. And the Yankees are back. The Yankees are back. But ultimately, for me, like I, I, saying the Yankees are back aren't given isn't given enough uh, credit to Hal Steinbrenner. Quite honestly. Uh, and I know we're all down on him up until yesterday before the trade. Uh, but for me, the Yankees are back just because they got Juan Soto. Doesn't take into account that the Yankees have done this before. All right, we feel better now. Okay, he might be the best player that they've acquired over the last handful of years. But like, when's the last time the Yankees went out and got the best player available? I, I don't know. Last year? Last year when they brought Judge back? In free agency for $360 million last year when they got Rodon, who was at the top of the pitching market. No matter how the year turned out, when they went out and got him, he was at the top of the pitching market. The problem was they allowed left field to be a black hole. They didn't go all the way. That's what the Yankees need to do. And I think Hal Steinbrenner is behind, listening to Brian Cashman's comments yesterday, Hal Steinbrenner was was the driving force behind getting the deal done when it got done. I think Cashman wanted the deal. I think eventually the deal probably would have got done. It might have taken more. It might have taken less. I think Cashman was willing to play that out and let Otani fall somewhere and let the chips fall somewhere and let other teams come in. I think he believed in the package. I think he believed that they were forced to trade Juan Soto, and I think he was more than willing 
to let this play out and see if they could get away without trading King and Thorpe as the two top prospects, as the two top pieces of that package. I think he would have rather have not done it and had a more uh, guy they like better in the rotation in 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 King. But and and that uh, is partially because the way they reacted, the deal that was initially balked at on last Friday night was pretty much this deal, minusing a couple of other minor prospects. They wanted another two pitching prospects. That's the only thing taken out of the deal. The thought process was the Yankees don't want King and Thorpe in the same deal. And then what happens? Two days later, boom, they're making the deal with King and Thorpe. Why? Because the owner said, I'm not playing games. The owner said, I need to go get him. So that is a good sign. And I do believe that they're all in. And I do believe they're in on Yamamoto. And even if they fall short of Yamamoto, I do believe they're going to go out there and get another pitcher at the top end of either the free agency or there's pitchers available for trade, whether it be Dylan Cease in Chicago, up and down whether or not they're going to trade him. But maybe they can get into that. Uh, Same thing with Corbin Burns in Milwaukee. There are other options to go all in, Death Star, all that cliche stuff we like to throw out there. Getting Juan Soto, as amazing as it is, and as wonderful as it is, and as great a 25-year-old superstar, and what he's done, to what he'll do to complement Judge in the middle of this lineup, they need to go out and make sure. Because while I think that people are nuts when they say the Yankees aren't ready to compete for a championship, they certainly are. Right now, today, as presently constituted, the Yankees are good enough to go compete for a championship. The Texas Rangers were World Series champions. This time last year, SNY was mocking them, laughing at the Texas Rangers. DeGrom would rather go to the loser Texas Rangers than stay with the Mets. He doesn't care about winning. Good luck with the 90-loss Texas Rangers, DeGrom. Without him, they went and won a World Series. This lineup's completely different with Soto and Verdugo. Yeah, they'll. I mean, listen, they, they'll probably add a pitcher here or there. They'll add a relief pitcher. They're not completely done, but they could be done shopping at the top of the market and still compete for this division, compete for a championship with this team. Going beyond that is what makes them the Death Star. Going beyond that is what makes them the evil empire. Stopping here, they've done before. They win 101 games. They go out and steal the ace of the Houston Astros and go give Cole the most money ever any pitcher's ever gotten after the 2019 season. That's the best pitcher on the market. So when's the last time they got the best player? I tell you last year, if not 19, if not 18, when they got uh, Stanton coming off his 59 home run MVP season. However, the contrast worked out good in the, the way of Cole, bad in the way of Stanton. The thought process was still the same. We're close. Here's the best player available in both times. They've done this. They've never made sure to be the favorite. They've never, over the last few years, haven't gone that extra mile to make sure that even if an injury happens or even if someone has a down year, like nothing will stop us because we are loaded. That's what they need. That's what the Death Star is. That's why what they do the rest of this offseason is every bit as important as getting Juan Soto. That was the start. That starts to turn the fan base. That starts to turn the idea that they're capable and willing to go do the rest of what it takes, where we thought they weren't in previous years. That's where they are. Right now is the turn. They have to finish the deal. And if it's not Yamamoto, they can't just say, well, we tried. 
They got to go out and get another pitcher at the top of this market. They got to figure it out, whether that's Montgomery, whether that's Snell, whether that's trading for Corbin Burns, whether that's whatever the case. They can't just they can't just go out and sign, well, we couldn't get Yamamoto. Let's bring in Wa- Michael Waka, and we're good. No. No. Go do the rest of it. 877-337-6666. Kevin in Hartford. What's up, Kevin? You're on the fan. Hey, Chris. What's going on? What's up, buddy? After our conversation last week when I told you it was an attraction and not about winning, sir, I stand corrected. Yes, sir. But you have to understand. You have to understand, as, as as well as you, the frustration. And like you said, yes, the Yankees in years past have gone out and got the best player. Yeah, but it's last all the year. other half-ass. It's all the other half-ass moves that Cashman made that blinded you to that scene. That like the Josh Donaldsons and stuff like that. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand. So, you know, but so I apologize for last week. Let's go. Like Kiefer Sutherland says in Young Guns 2 at the end of the movie when, 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 when they're in the little hut there and yeah. he looks at Bill and he says, let's finish the game. Yes. Let, let's finish it, man. Let's, let's finish it. Go out there and go do top it. Of the line, you know? Yep. So, yep. Chris, have a good weekend. Enjoy reindeer food. Thank and, you. And uh, I'll talk to you later on. You Thank got you. it. Thank you. In all seriousness, I'm going to have fun in my kids' class. It's just, you know. I wish I was doing anything else besides making reindeer food. I can just go there and read the book, can't I? He's going to be excited to see me. I'm looking forward to it on some level. I'd, uh, sleep is, is nice, too. Leading into the weekend, sleep wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, especially since I'm staying up all night with maniacs. 877-337-6666. Duke and Edison. What's up, Dukey? Hey, Chris. How are you? What's up, Duke? How are we doing? Trying to test your skills. Test I my skills? I'm going to give you a line from a movie. You tell me the movie. Okay. Watch out for the kids when you back out of the driveway. Watch out for the kids when you back out of the driveway? You should know this. Was that Goodfellas? I don't, I no, don't know. You're close. I, uh, Godfather? You got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of Godfather for? What do I think of Godfather for? Should they make one? Oh, should they make one? Um, yeah. No. No reason to make a Godfather 4, not after the way 3 went. Are you still looking okay. to make it with Al Pacino and everything, or just a completely revamped Godfather? Oh, no. Al Pacino's too old now. Re- just well, re- revamp. Try a new one. Yeah. Uh, no. No interest in a new Godfather, to be totally honest with you. No interest. Peter and Lawrence. What's up, Pete? Merry Christmas. Merry How Christmas. Are you, How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am satisfied with the Yankees. Satisfied. Have done. Well, that's that's one way to put it. You are completely satisfied. If they stop now, you're no. still satisfied. Pitching have to work on. Right. Well, so and you're not you're not you technically you're not really satisfied. 2009. Yeah. It is complete. And for reindeer food? Yes. Grated cheese. Throw grated Mushroom, cheese in there. Sauteed. No, I'm not. I can't go there with a hot plate. I'm not I'm not sauteing mushrooms in the classroom. It's 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 not real food. I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm not expecting on reindeer. I shouldn't say that. I don't know who's in the car for it. I'm not expecting reindeer at the house. Anyway, they'd be on the roof. It's not real food. It's it's oats. It's you know it's a they're reindeer. They're Santa's reindeer. They fly. 
They eat sprinkles. They eat oats, sprinkles, and glitter. I'm not sautéing mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) And for reindeer food, grated cheese, sautéed mushrooms. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not making cheesesteaks, guys. I'm, I'm making little little bags that you could throw on the floor outside your house. Oh, my God. Robert in Manhattan. What's up, Robert? Good morning, C-Mac. Good morning, sir. How are you? Oh, sir. That's, I haven't been called sir since I was a camp counselor. I've never <laughs> heard of reindeer food. It sounds interesting. Yes. It's just now, a, those it's three, a, it's those a gag three little, kids. Those three little boys that you have to keep an eye on? Yes. I have a splendid idea. Why don't you read them the Battle of the Five Armies or something like well, that? Well, I, I mean, I could, yeah, I, I could, I could read him The Hobbit. That's, I've, I do oh. read my son The Hobbit a little bit. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Have you, have you, ever, have you tried the Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis? Great uh, I haven't. I'm aware of it. Uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I'm aware of it. Um, the best I, book of that, the best book of that seven, because there are seven, is The Horse and His Boy. That's a beaut- That's a great book because okay. it's the only one that totally takes place within Narnia when Peter, Edmund, Susan, and Lucy are the four kings and queens. But anyway, to clearly, sports. I couldn't agree sports. more. Yes. Anyway, to sports. You know, yeah, that's all right. Let's, let's you talk. must be a glutton for punishment. I am. You know, the J E T S Drek 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 just yeah. end the season. I keep picking them. I know I'm stupid. You know. Well, you know what? I, listen. You know what I hope happens? I really, really, really hope. Yeah. The whole plan, whatever that plan is, blows up in their face. And that fake, phony fraud, Aaron Rodgers, or Buck Rodgers, or Duck Dodgers, whatever his name is, just the whole thing, over the, over the edge and into the abyss. And we don't hear from the, 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 the J-E-T-S, direct, 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 for 10,000 years. Now to Juan Soto, congratulations. You deserve He's happiness. ripping through him. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much. I do no, deserve no, to be no. happy. One, one, would you, however, remember, yes. be careful what you wish for. See, Mac, you just might get it. On the other hand, the Bard of Avon once said, there's much space twixt the cup and the lip. Uh, maybe the Yankees will fall on their faces and, you know, who knows? Next year is next year. I'm not worried. <laughs> I still have my hat on Baltimore winning the AL East. No, so they- not this year. That's it. They had their one year. We're back on top. You, you, you had some doozies there. He had some doozies. What was that? There's much space between betwixt the the cup and the lips. I get it. I get it. Sounds a little bit Shakespearean. I don't know who once said that, but um, yeah, I don't. I think the Yankees are are back, baby. I do. I just don't think they're back just yet. And and honestly, my main point is, I think it's on. It's almost unfair. The more I think about it. To just say, oh, they're back, they're the Death Star. It's almost an indictment that 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 Hal Steinbrenner never got the best player available. And it's just not true. It's just not true. Were there, were there side moves? Did they get the best player? And then, to, to quote our previous caller, half-ass it with, with minor moves? Yes, that's the point. But just acquiring the best player of the offseason, they did it last year. I know it didn't add to their team because Judge was already there, but... He was the he was a free agent and he was the best player on the market. They gave him three hundred and sixty million dollars and made him the first uh, everyday player to make forty million a year. 
I mean, that was just last year. And Rodon was widely considered. Now, you know, DeGrom at his best, we know what he is, and obviously Verlander's a Hall of Fame player. But, I mean, at 30 years old, the, the best pitcher on the market was arguably Carlos Rodon. They went out last year and got the best hitter and the best pitcher on the free agent market. But they left left field open. That's the thing. Now they have to go out there and make sure they're on top of it. Damon in Jersey City. What's up, Damon? Hey, C-Mac. How are you, man? What's up, buddy? How are we uh, doing? First time calling in, C-Mac. I just got switched to nights for the next few weeks. So instead of catching you on my way into work, I'm catching you on my way home. Man. Okay. But uh, I, I called C-Mac because maybe you, you touched on it. Um, what do you think of the chances of keeping Soto after this year? Uh, and thank you for the call, Damon. I got to get to the break and do some rapid fire. Uh, I think they're excellent. I think they're excellent. I, I mean, it's not a slam dunk by any means, but if you think I expect to fall in line with, with Evan Roberts, and who spent his entire show yesterday trying to down come up with every problem under the sun that might cost us, uh, might cost the Yankees Juan Soto. Uh, I, I don't think that it's a slam dunk that Juan Soto would just leave and take the most money, which, again, if the Mets are involved, it'll be the most money coming from the Mets, right? If they make a decision to go after someone and put their minds to it, there's no reason why he won't give more money than anybody else. But So if Juan Soto wants strictly nothing but money, but I think playing here for a year, playing in this ballpark, playing in with the experience of being... Uh, a Yankee with Judge and what that dynamic, because as much as we all like Pete Alonso and as much as we all like Lindor, neither of them are Aaron Judge. Neither of them are playing next to Aaron Judge. So as long as Aaron Judge is healthy and the two of them have a full season of being 2-3-3-2, whichever way you put it with the two of them, like I think that there is a good chance he loves it here, and I think that no, without question the Yankees will give him a fair Offer. They'll give him the five hundred million. They won't give him the five fifty or five sixty, maybe that Steve Cohen would. But I think they're open to giving him a contract he can accept. And let me just talk about something else there today, because I, I I love Sean. I do. Me and Sean are buddies. He's full of crap. Let's be totally honest. I've been saying this forever, talking about the toxicity of the fan base and how um, not how over the top they are, and we've talked about booing Judge and everything, but this guy, who I've argued with forever about booing players, this is the same guy, and I know he's going to win this argument in the mind of the public because everyone hates Rodon, he was awful. Three starts in, he's outside Yankee Stadium screaming, uh, my big fat ass, screaming at Rodon, openly booed, openly booed. Giancarlo Stanton, in his first game at Yankee Stadium, after the guy won opening day in Toronto with two home runs, was coming over here as the MVP, hit 59 home runs, hits two on opening day in Toronto to win a game. His first game in Yankee Stadium, he, he, he gets 0 for 5 with five strikeouts in a rainy night, and he's out there proudly booing him, is now asking the fan base to have a vow of silence for Juan Soto and not boo him to entice him to stay. So is if you sign a long-term contract and make a commitment to the Yankees, we boo you the second you're the, the very second we don't like you. The very second you do something we don't like, as long as you've signed on the dotted line and made a commitment to this team, we have no problem telling you my big fat ass. But if you're if we're having to entice you to stay, then we gotta be phonies, lie to you, 
try to make you feel like we won't boo you until you sign on the dotted line, and then we're ready to pounce all over you. Hey, what are we doing? You shouldn't be booing one. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. You can boo. I would never tell you not to boo. But it's be, it's it has created a little bit of an atmosphere around here where it's a bit toxic, and we've had fans booing Aaron Judge in the postseason. I. Don't boo Soto because there's no point in booing Soto because it doesn't help and we're all pleased he's here. Don't boo Soto in hopes to fooling him into somehow t- making us all making him think that Yankee Stadium's a great pace to play like it's St. Louis and nobody ever gets on you. And then the minute he signs on the dotted line, well, then we boo the hell out of him. I mean, come on. What are we talking about? We don't need to do anything like that. Juan Soto's going to love playing here. Juan Soto's not going to get booed because Juan Soto's a great player. Juan Soto's going to have a 400 OPS even if he's having a down season. He's one of the great players in baseball history. Boo him, don't boo him, do what you want. I say don't boo him because I don't boo Yankees. They're wearing the uniform I root for. I don't boo him. It's stupid. I've always felt it's stupid. You boo the other team. You don't boo your own players, barring some sort of, like, you know, really bad, I don't know, some terrible thing where he... They, but ultimately, I, I don't boo. I encourage. I'm an encourager. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Okay, 449. McMonagall here with you. Another few minutes before 5 o'clock in the warm-up show. I forgot to tell you to play another John Lennon song. It's today's the anniversary. Uh, did you did you get the um, the Monday Night Call? I do want to hear that. Today, obviously, December 8th uh, is the anniversary of uh, the assassination of John Lennon. 43 years ago today, 1980. Obviously, famously announced uh, by Howard Cosell on Monday Night, Monday Night Football. Um, so we... Uh, we wanted to hear it again as, again, for me, this is significant. And tomorrow, I've always, you know, it's, I remember the date very well because tomorrow would have been my father's 70th birthday. So it was always the two days and my my connection to the Beatles through my father. So these two days are always on the forefront of my mind, especially since his passing. So uh, sad day, very famous uh, moment on Monday Night Football done by the great Howard Cosell uh, here on the anniversary of John Lennon's death. Let's hear it. Timeout is called. Three seconds remaining. John Smith is on the line. And I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City. The most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles. Shot twice in the back. Rushed to Roosevelt Hospital. Dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to take. Frank? Indeed it is. Yeah, that's a great job by Howard Costell. What a, a crazy moment. Uh, shocking news. For someone who obviously, I mean, had a cultural impact that is hard to rival, quite honestly. The Beatles and John Lennon had a cultural impact 
on this country, even though they were from uh, Liverpool, had a cultural impact on this on this country that few can rival. And it was just, um, I can't even imagine what that moment uh, would have been like for so many. I mean, it affects me. I wasn't even born yet. So, I mean, you know, music is like that. Sports are like that. That's why we get passionate about this stuff. Movies can be like that. They impact you. Radio is like that. It's a very personal uh, connection you build with your audience, believe it or not. So, sad day, sad day for me always. Um, Eddie was in here talking to me about it. I'm looking, f- I'm looking forward to seeing the documentary. There's a documentary out. Uh, I think Apple has it. Apple TV has it, uh, voiced by Kiefer Sutherland, uh, about the time uh, right around the death of John Lennon. And an ABC newsman happened to be in that hospital's emergency room. I don't know the hospital, which one it was. But he happened to be inside the emergency with his own issue. Not life-threatening, but he had some sort of emergency of his own or injury of his own. He happened to be in, or I think that was the case, or he was chasing another story or something. I don't know. But an ABC newsman happened to be in the uh, emergency room of the hospital while John, as as John Lennon got wheeled in, uh, you know, as they're trying to treat him for the gunshot wound. So that's how the news got from uh, the hospital to the Monday night football booth. Amazing. Amazing. 877-337-6666. But back to your calls here for rapid fire, leading us into this weekend and into the, the warm-up show. Brett in Long Island. What's up, Brett? Oh, how are you? Before I get to the Giants, yeah. uh, the strategy, I wanted to help you with those. It's the three boys, right? What are the ages? Uh, it's going to be four, six, and seven. All right, just quick, like, uh, I mean, that's good. There's no girls in there, so that helps right off the bat, right? Right. So you got to, I, I don't know if you have three car seats where you're able to leave the house, right? Because you uh, have three car seats, I right? guess I could ask for you a car seat, have... and I, I I only have the two because my two boys. I guess I could ask uh, the, right, my my sister-in-law yeah. for an extra car seat, so, and I have a I have a third row, so I could probably put one in. Yeah, but Where am I going? Where am I going with these? Well, I mean, the car seat. He's old enough for just a booster seat. Good. I do I do this a lot. I got the third one coming over, nephew. This happens a lot. I feel the same way. It's great. You know, it sounds great. It'll be nice, and then all of a sudden, it becomes a disaster. <laughs> well, the problem is my sleep won't be in a good I spot. And I get them some food, and then I let them go into playland. You know, seven's still good with the three. You know, you, there's possible injury yeah. there, but you go to the playland. You have to get the energy out of the kids. You can't leave them in the house. You can't because yeah. they're gonna they're gonna kill each other. They're going to wreck stuff in the house. So either you're going in your backyard for an hour and letting them run around like maniacs, or you got to go to like a little playland thing for an hour or two. Then you come home, and then they're all on the iPads. I know the women, they don't <laughs> like that. But they're sitting on, and they're playing Roblox for like three and a half hours, and yeah. then maybe throw a movie in. I got and you. And then, of course, you know. All right, anyway, with the Giants. I um, think we'll have SmackDown to yeah, watch. I know- they're wrestling fans. So we'll have, we'll have Friday Night SmackDown to watch. I think you nailed it before, yeah. uh, and Marco alluded to it. They just can't get hurt. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, you can get a bump and stuff, but it's just an embarrassing look, you know, if the seven-year-old, when he's getting returned, <laughs> has like a big, you know, black yes. eye or something, you Correct. know, then, you know, they're never going to want to leave him with you again. But anyway, uh, the uh, Giants, I know you were talking about tanking. We get it, you know, a few weeks ago. Yes. Let's just make we'll it up. It's all that, hypothetical. Yes. Yeah. If, if they impressively win in prime time, it's possible. Right? It's possible. Uh, DeVito looks good. Just to answer. Sure. And then there's four left. They're, four, they're five and eight. Yeah. 
I, are you changing next week and saying, you know what? I my mindset's changed. I don't mind now. Now I'm rooting for these guys to win. No, I've already, I've already changed. I've already, update us next week. I, I've already kind of changed that uh, on some level. I'm already, I'm already the benefit of 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 Devito playing well and becoming the backup next year is probably, you know, as opposed to a couple of draft picks. I wanted one of the top two. I wanted May. I didn't think they'd get one. I thought they had a chance at two. And now with the with my with uh, New England winning a game, if they would have lost that game to New England. They could have been right in the mix. I, and I think the Bears are going to play the Lions tough. Uh, the Panthers are probably going to get the first overall pick. The Panthers, obviously, meaning the Bears are going to get their pick. But you, they're going to lose enough games where they'll their pick will be number one for the Bears. Um, I wanted May. And once we got past that point, once they won a couple of games and it no longer seemed feasible, now I'm on the board of just, I guess, win, play well, I suppose. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I'm at the point where losing won't bother me. I, I guess I want to see Devito play well in hopes that they found a cheap, reliable backup. I, I, I don't know, but Daniel Jones is now the starting quarterback moving forward. Uh, until they, we'll see what what happens in the draft. But I think they should draft a quarterback if they can. Uh, the tanking is now out the window for me. I'm no longer focused on it. I was focused on it. They won two games. I wish they would have lost. Now I move on. So my opinion's already changed. Go out and beat Green Bay. Why not? I'm bummed about the whole damn thing, to be honest. And, this, and that's, I'm sorry. You can think whatever you want to think about me. This is on them. It's on them. It's on the Giants, I feel the way I feel. It's on them. I blame them. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't have the 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 quandary I have. I shouldn't have the misgivings I have about winning. I shouldn't have this feeling in the pit of my stomach like my team's better off losing and I'm forced to sit here and feel this way and root for failure. That's on them for even putting me in the position where I could deem that to be the best situation for this team. That's on them. It's on them. So excuse me if I don't feel bad about it. I don't, but I'm sick to my stomach at the idea that this is another miserably dead season. I don't care how many games they win. I'm sorry. I'm not one for that. I don't care if they rally. If you would have told me at the start of the year they win seven games, I would have told you it's plausible. I wouldn't have liked all seven or five of the last seven to be over the weeks where it's already dead. Once the season's dead, I no longer care about wins. They got to do it when it's on the line, when it matters. And they were dreadful. They were dreadful. That Jet game is hideous. The way they played in that Raiders game is hideous. They were when the, when the games mattered, same thing for the Jets. They might play well. In fact, I think they will as crazy as I am. I think they're going to play well against Houston and give them a game at the very least. But it doesn't matter now. There was a time for that. Same thing with the Giants. There was a time to play well and win. I'm not going to get excited about DeVito winning games once the season's already deemed dead. Sorry, I I don't have it in me anymore. They've beaten it out of me. They've beaten it out of me. It's year after year of this crap. Last year was the last year was the exception, not the rule. The rule is this terrible season, and that's why I laugh at winning culture. Winning culture. There's a time with a new team that hasn't gone through all this losing, maybe. But when's the last time they won? Give me the last two winning seasons for the New York Giants, and then show me the year after on how they built on it. Sixteen was a nice year. The defense was great. They won eleven games. They beat the Cowboys twice. They earned a playoff spot. The defense was great. They had all those all pros, right? They they spent all that money on defense in the offseason after firing Tom Coughlin and giving McAdoo, McAdoo the job. And they brought in Snacks Harrison, and they brought in Olivier Vernon, and they brought in Janaris Jenkins, and, and Collins had an all, all of them all pro, all pro, all pro. And they had this great season, 
And then they followed it up with the most ugly, disgusting, benching Eli Manning disaster you could ever imagine. And then last year, oh, what a playoff win. How great is this? The Giants have a new coach. Everything's on the up and up. What a winning culture they've built. <laughs> Dead. Two and eight. I want the quarterback. And now I want the starting pitcher. Go get Yamamoto. They're meeting on Monday. But good luck to the Jets. Why not? Enjoy the football weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. I'll catch you next Monday after Sunday Night Football. And then we'll obviously have a little bit more time. We'll react to the Jets and we'll get focused on a Monday night game against the Green Bay Packers for the New York Giants. But until then, enjoy your weekend. I'll be making reindeer food. Take care. See you Monday. Sports Radio 101.9 FM.